Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here with my playing partner on the golf course for this PGA review, and that's Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you, Andrew? I missed you last week. I had a play uh, play by myself. I had to play through a bunch of people. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, thanks. Glad to be back. You know, I didn't even tell you when I was gone. One of the places I stopped in at was Pinehurst Number Two in wow. North Carolina. Visited a real close golf friend there, and uh, we just uh, had a beverage outside. Walked around, took in the scene, and uh, it was Beautiful. nice to get you know on a on a major championship course. And and during my time off here, I didn't get to play, but uh, just seeing it was nice. So and now we gear up here for another week. Glad to be back. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, we're. Uh... The last few weeks, this Florida swing has been fun. Uh, we were on a just absolutely red-hot smoking streak for five straight weeks. And then last week, it was, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, Shooter McGavin, I think, got the best of us. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I was yelling at my ball, get in the hole, get to your home. <laughs> Too much water. Too much water yeah, on that course. Just our, my guys uh, were definitely in the drink enough, and uh, it was a... a, a uh, not, I would say, profitable weekend in golf. But you know what? We're back to even score across the board, and we're going to go after this week to get that money train for another five-week stretch. That's the goal. Yeah, and you know so, what it is here? I think this is an opportunity yeah. because a lot of the key golfers are going to sit out this week. So yeah. people are just going to relax a little bit, not pay as close of attention. But when we dig in on some of the value plays, you know, this is our opportunity to jump right back up there. I agree with you. I think it uh, there's some under the radar guys and some interesting odds in this deal, um, but it is the Honda Classic. And again, uh, you know it's a par 70, which is unusual anymore on the PGA Tour. Uh, but 7,100 yards. I mean, it's it's a fair distance for a par 70, and tons and tons of water. Again, it's it's very similar to what they've just been playing and. There was no coincidence the last two weeks. I mean, what are the chances that we'd have the same two guys in the last pairing two weeks in a row? Craziness. I know. What are the chances that I, you don't see that in the, except for back in the day when it was like Tiger and Phil dominating the sport or David Duvall or whoever it was in that in that time frame. But, you know, Lee Westwood at his ripe old age, he's not that far behind me for crying out loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> two straight weeks. Yeah. Finishing second, yep. you know, Tony Finau finished second three weeks in a row recently. Can Lee Westwood do it? Oh, my we'll goodness. I don't week. know. Yeah, we'll talk. I was going to ask you on sure. that, so you can tell me later what the answer is. You're, you're going to give us the answer <laughs> well, on that one. Well, I'm closest in age, so I can tell you right now that uh, there's a fade coming for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But a uh, couple of things, and then, you know, we're going to dive into the stats here. Um, we're going to try to keep the, the pod a, a little bit more compact so that everybody gets a chance to to listen in while they're building lineups. And some people just jump on last minute Wednesday nights um, to to make their lineups for the Thursday morning tea times. But uh, we'll bring this to you every Tuesday, uh, as we always do. Try to compact a little so you can uh, make those lines and then join us at DFS Coach Talk. Um, we post full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo on Wednesday night, and uh, we put up a nice little coach's clipboard for DraftKings. 
All right, couple things uh, I wanted to mention here. Um, you know, the the two categories that I seemed to find that were going to be very key and that I'm focusing all my picks on basically are two specific things. And that's, you know, what we've talked about here a couple different times on these type of courses is driving accuracy, obviously, because you don't want to go in the water and then greens and regulation. And, you know, once you get on there, the, the you know, this is the third week on a row on the same exact kind of greens, same climate, the whole nine yards. So, uh, you know, really wanted to focus in on that. And then, you know, we do have one other thing to mention here, Andrew, is there's going to be pretty heavy wind on Thursday. There's supposed to be some uh, rain, possibly either Thursday or Friday, and then uh, rain on Sunday. So, you know, that's going to, you know, muck things up a little bit as well. Yeah, the conditions are very important on this course and if you look at the history here, there's usually some wind. There's always water because it's there. Yeah. And the stats that, that jumped out at me this week that play into what you were just talking about uh, are that the tour average for greens and regulation, right around 69%. But on this okay. course, only 59%. Oh, and my goodness. They've played it every year here since 2007. The lowest score is 13 under for a tournament. And... For avid golf fans, you know, you're used to seeing some 20 unders a lot of these weeks on the PGA Tour. So it is a very hard course. Yeah. And you get some players who come back here because they have success. They can handle the wind, the water, um, and they're, they're good at the ball striking and, and the greens and regulation. So because it's such a hard course for greens and regulation, that's also a stat that I dove into is who's been hot this year in terms of. Uh, you know, getting on the on the dance floor in regulation. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a test. I mean, they they've played Ryder Cups and different things, you know, different big tournaments uh, on this course because uh, it can be a real true test. And I'm with you, especially with the weather. I'm not expecting any, you know, anything over 10, 12, 12 under max. I mean, I think if if you can shoot, I mean, it's a par 70 for crying out loud. So, uh, you know. It could even be uh, tougher than that. But, you know, so we want the grinders. We want the guys that can play in a little wind, a little weather. And like you said, the, those accuracy numbers are extremely important. Um, let me throw my uh, one quiz at you today like we normally do. And then we'll talk briefly about the betus.com.pa uh, odds for this tournament. Because that always gives a nice little correlation to when you're looking at uh, – who you want to roster is, you know, are the, are the betters favoring those guys and where's the money going to that always helps. Uh, the favorite in this course is not the defending champion, believe it or not. It's Daniel Berger at uh, 10 to one followed by Sun J M who is the defending champ at 12 to one. And then you have Lee Westwood at 16 to one and Joaquin Neiman at 16 to one. And then this is what I wanted to quiz you on. And I'm, it's going to be just a one and done. Okay. I'll give you two, two guesses. Two guesses to get one guy. And he's the, the fifth, tied for the fifth favorite in this tournament. All right. Right below the guys I just read. How about Russell Henley, former winner here? He is seventh at Seven. 26 to one. 
All right. Yes. I'm going to have to go with another former winner here then, Adam Scott. He is one below. I knew you were going to what? guess this. Guys. This is insane. Yes. I beat you. He's 23 to 1, Shane Lowry. Oh, man. I, I, I knew that was sort of a double cross nice. uh, trick. You got there. me. Nice. But move. isn't that a tough one? Shane Lowry. And if you know, and I dug in because I thought, man, why is he the fifth favorite in this tournament? And his his record here is terrific. And uh he knows his course, he plays it well. The weather may may play into his hands. So I think uh as the surprise guy, and he's getting betting action, he may be a, a good play under the radar to uh, roster. I like Shane Lowry here. He's in my initial lineup on both sites. Nice. Um, you know, this guy who, you know, major champion and then uh, took a bit of a rest and celebrated yes. and has Had a couple too many beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, hasn't been in top form, but he's getting there. He is 46th this year in greens and regulation on the PGA Tour. And he finished okay. tied for eighth last week. Um, so if you get yep. you get Lowry when he's got it clicked in, then you know watch out. Yeah, and you know it'll be interesting to see if if uh, how his ownership is. It could be a really key play. Uh, you know, you don't often get a the fifth favorite in a tournament. I mean, last week the fifth favorite I think was Justin. So there you go. You know. So it's certainly not the same field as last week, but, um, you know, it's it's nice to get a guy at a, at a fair price in DFS. So why don't you share your uh, inside skinny on the main stat that you've uncovered and uh, who are the guys that fall in those parameters? Yeah, so looking at greens and regulation this current year, a lot of the guys here are uh, mid-tier pricing options. And it makes sense because some of these guys, they're not the biggest uh, bombers here. They're not the studs, top 10 in the world guys, but they're, as you said, plotters, guys who can play in weather. So the guy at the top of the list, Matthew Neesmith, yeah. uh, you know, he's stood out. We've talked about him recently. He's really trending up, but he's been a little bit streaky. He had three top 20s, then two straight missed cuts. So hmm. uh, this may be a week to avoid him unless you're planning on a bounce back. Uh, I'm going to mention some of the, the some of the guys here in the top 20 this season who are playing this week that I like. Jim Furyk is next. Wow! And, you uh, always have one old timer in there. <laughs> I always get one in here, and yes. it might be Furyk this week, who's you know in his last two PGA Tour events, tied for 26th and tied for 21st. Nice. So he still got it. And the the guy that I usually like in this category, Steve Stricker. He's been priced up. He's all the way up to 6800 So I, I may go with Furek here this week. Uh, next on the list, Cameron Percy. He finished tie, tie for 29th last week. Another 6K guy on DraftKings. Yeah. Aaron nice Wa value. Yeah, nice value. Aaron Wise, 7600 uh, I'm not expecting quite as much from him, so that's not my pick uh, of the litter here. Russell Knox, okay, here's another guy. We like to play okay. him in these conditions. He's 7,900 yeah. on DraftKings. He's top 10 in this stat this year. Uh, he did have a tied for second in this event back in 2014. So he's, nice. he's shown he can get it done on this course. Uh, the next guy in the top 10, Joaquin Neiman. He's going to be yeah. popular this week, one of the expensive guys. Um, he did miss the cut here last year, which is surprising because uh, really good ball striking. He has picked it up more this year. Um, 
you know, become uh, even better in terms of world ranking. So, yeah. he, you know, he's he's attractive. Uh, he's a guy that makes the cut every week. Um, Russell Henley, another former winner. He's yes. 12th in this stat. A uh, little bit pricey because of the weaker field. So you'll, you'll have to pay up a little bit for him. Uh, Norlander is next on the list. He's been a little bit cold lately. Yeah, uh, not yeah. quite feeling him right now. But the next guy in the list is another value play that we like occasionally, James Hahn. And he's had two top 20s in his last four events. Wow. He's such a boomer bust guy, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, you because, know? yeah, exactly. Because he's, he's in that mid-tier price range. And uh, if you get him when he misses the cut, forget about it. But he can get you a top 20 and you're not really, sub- you're not really expecting it. Expecting it, it. yeah. Yeah. Um, Three more or two more guys to mention. Sam Ryder, who's uh, a little bit cheaper, missed the cut last week. Don't like him quite as much. But Kevin Streelman, the last guy in the top twenty here, seventy seven hundred. Um, he did miss the cut at the Players, but he'd made four straight cuts before that. So um, I, I never mind playing Kevin Streelman in Florida. He seems to have a good history there. Yeah, and the price is right too. So you know, not bad at all. Very, very good. A um, couple things just to mention real quickly. Uh, great time to jump on with us at uh, DFS Coach Talk. We have uh, some very outstanding offers. The one with betus.com.pa where I was reading those odds from, and I'll have a couple shillings on my guides that I'm going to be mentioning here for my picks of the week. But uh, you can join there. Go to betus.com.pa. Use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. Deposit 149, and then just shoot us uh, a tweet at we're at DFS Coach Talk, and let us know that you've signed up. We'll, we'll uh, get that notification, send you an invite. You'll be in Discord just like that, and you get a free membership with us until June 1st, just for signing up for the first time with BetUS. If uh, you already have a BetUS account or you don't want to go that route, you can just go right straight to dfscoachtalk.com, sign up for the 149. Again, you get a membership until June 1. If you just want to dip your toe in the water, not your golf ball like my guys last weekend, (laughs) um, that's a $10 uh, three-day pass, and it allows you you to ride that out. So welcome to jump in there, or if you're uh, strictly a golf guy too, you know, uh, join that Thursday and you can ride out pr- most of the weekend there. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, get some winners. Actually, I would advise joining Wednesday because we'll have our picks up on the Discord Wednesday night. So we'd love to have you. We appreciate you. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, please take a second, hit the thumbs up, hit the the uh, uh, subscribe button and click that little box in the corner there that will give you an alert when our pods are posted. All right, a couple things I want to mention, Andrew. These are the guys that I pulled out. I usually do a five-year dive of about the top 10 or 12 just to see if there's any consistency with guys that are finishing in the, in the money or up top. And these are the guys that I found, some, some very interesting, some not so much. But M, of course, Fleetwood, is, is, uh, is he, he out of the field? He is out now this week. He's he has out. great history here but not playing. Oh, that stinks. He'd have been a great pick. Daniel Berger, yeah. uh, who absolutely is the chalk, not chalk, but he'll be one of the two or three favorites in here for sure. Um, 
on Grillo, and and correct me if I'm missing anybody that dropped out. I think Grillo, um, I think he dropped out also. Did he as yeah. well? I apologize because we did have some late scratches too, and it's the nice thing about it is they've corrected it on DraftKings and FanDuel with the guys that have come in uh, or out. So, you know, the other guys, uh, really, it's amazing to me because we expected after uh, the big tournament last week that some guys would would stand in here and and stay with it. But uh, a lot of them opted out of this tournament. I think probably weather and everything else. These courses play tough, and they're tough on your nerves. But a couple other guys, Brandon Wu, that's a guy we don't often talk about, but uh, he likes his court course. I think that he's somebody that can uh, show up. And then uh, going a little deep, Chris Kirk, who's been hot lately. He's, his short game's come together. He's played well. And Doug Gim, who's been obviously this these type of courses are his cup of tea because he's making cuts and being in the thick of it. Uh, with these type of fairways and greens that we're getting in this mini Florida swing. So those are a few guys I wanted to throw out there, Andrew. Um, You know, and then I've got a few picks of my own. Were there any guys that stood out to you as uh, from a course history standpoint? Well, I just want to follow up on one guy you mentioned. I'm glad you did. That's Brandon Wu. And uh, he he was going to be my secret squirrel this week, so I'm glad Uh you're... Uh, on him as well and i think he's a double secret squirrel then because he was my secret squirrel (laughs) yeah you know and the thing is he's he's under the radar because he doesn't have a lot of pga history he's a young player a stanford graduate we know that there are some uh, decent golfers who come out of stanford and brandon Wu finished tied for seventh in puerto rico in february on the pga tour so he has a top 10 recently and he has a win on the corn ferry tour this season and how about this for greens and regulation he's second on the corn ferry tour 75.77 percent i know so that. this is uh, this is a great you stole my thunder we should have talked about this beforehand <laughs> hey it's a, it's a double whammy that we both that came up fantastic. with our that, separate that goes research with my theory today too uh i think i want to play all guys with just two letter last names m woo on and I can continue on from there. You think that's a good trend? <laughs> it can be. Yeah, on is on is boomer bust though. I don't know if he fits your profile for a cash lineup, but no, he's a little spooky with yeah. that. But it would be cool to have a, a full uh, roster with just two letter guys. Yes, I, I diverse, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, a couple other guys that uh, you know, the one guy that I mentioned that that I like, and and I'll tell you, I I know he hasn't come through, but man, has he been in the thick of it? And that's Chris Kirk. Mm-hmm. I have a new respect for that guy. He's uh, He did not putt well this last week, and, and usually he's a really good putter. But his accuracy and his short game, he's he's my mid-level guy that I think uh, is going to be in a lot of my lineups. Yeah, he's, really, like him? he's really talented. He's back on the scene. He's made a nice comeback per, uh, personally. Uh, the rough thing, though, is he was seven over in that fourth round after yeah. being right at the top of the leaderboard. So how does he recover from that? big disappointment that's the big question mark for him this week yeah we'll see how that rolls because he can be one of those head case guys to go good or bad but really other than that aberration of that round he had put seven really strong rounds together yes uh, in a row in those two tournaments uh my you know what my big decision is going to be this week 
And I, I have no idea which way I'm leaning because I've, I've had one in the lineup, then the other, then the other. And I don't want to play both because it really ties your hands. I like the top two guys, Berger and him. I just don't know which one that I prefer. Do you have a side there? I'm leaning Berger. And Are you? it's that thing we've talked about a little bit with, with Sung J.M., how basically since he won this event last year, he yeah. just hasn't finished He's been solid. If you look at his right. last six events, he's been in the top 32 right every there. single week, but he yeah. hasn't had any top 10s. Yeah. And then if you look at Berger, his last three events, he won, then 35th, then tied for ninth last week. So I just like yeah. Berger uh, with that, that higher ceiling recently. He deserves to uh, be the favorite. I agree. I just feel like M's about to bust through. He I certainly mean, could. You know... He's made two cuts in a row on those same type, the same type of course, same greens. And he just like you say, but it's amazing, though, to finish 20th or whatever he has a tendency to finish or finish in third. It's just a couple of putts. I mean, it's so it's such a fine line for those guys to break through. So I guess I'm leaning in, but I, I, you know, we'll see. I'm going to read some more. I think Berger is a safer play of the two. I agree with you there. Um, I'll give you one other guy, and then uh, we'll we'll move on down with the last couple of closing things. But here's a guy that is long shot that I think uh, can cause some trouble. He's he's been up and down, but you know from a consistency st- consistency standpoint, there is definitely some risk there. And but I I like his his uh, performance on these, these type of courses. And it's a guy you mentioned earlier, you talked about him a little bit, but, and it just re, you know, reinvigorated my uh, thought here of Russell Knox. He's a guy when we play him in these right type of scenarios with not quite as tough of a field, he usually grinds out a, a nice cut and a decent finish and he's 70 to one. So I think as a cheap guy, a cheaper guy on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, I think he's just a nice guy to round out a lineup. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, it was just uh, back at Pebble Beach. He finished in the top 10. Right. Uh, and I think we were on him that week. Yes, uh, be- we were. Because of those yeah. conditions. So I I feel confident putting him out there again t- uh, this week. Yeah, and I, and he makes some things work for you too. So that's very good. Do you want to uh, give some additional picks on your side? Uh, I will say one more, I'll say one more potential value play here. It's Lucas Glover and he's a Florida guy. He, he had been a little bit cold, but he's heating back up here. He's made three straight cuts. He finished tied for 14th, I believe, or was it fourth in this tournament two years ago? I can't, uh, I can't read my note there, but, uh, I think 14. Okay. So uh, at seven thousand on DraftKings, eighty five hundred on Fanduel. There's another guy who's even even cheaper uh, yeah. than Knox that would allow you to get another guy like Berger, Lowry, M. However, you want to build that uh, upper echelon of your lineup. Absolutely, outstanding, outstanding. Um, it's funny because we put together the uh, our man Joe Stan put together the thumbnail. And I was gonna excited to to take a look at Doc Redman this week, and he he withdrew. He's out. 
So now we have to change our thumb thumbnail. I wonder if we can put our double secret squirrel on there. Do you think? I hope we can find a picture of Mr. Brandon Wu. Hey, that would work for me. I'm I'll game. try to see if he can do it. We'll put him under the gun here. Okay. So excellent. Uh, we'll we'll make we'll give Brandon some pub before he uh, takes off. So right. Excellent. Any final words, sir? That's it. Thank you all for joining us. Fantastic. Let's uh, let's definitely get it done this week in PGA, get the hot streak going again. We really do appreciate you listening in, and we'll catch you again next week when we look to crush it in DFS PGA. <laughs>